Searching for is not a panel of professionals. We're just a few dudes having a conversation about our mental well-being. If you are listening to us for recommended treatment, please seek out a professional or a group of professionals. If you are listening to us for our stories and opinions, then enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Searching for Living Room Edition. That's We've cute. temporarily moved our studio. It's a lot more comfortable now. So that About we can lay on couches. Feet. Moved it all of like 10 feet. If one of us goes completely silent throughout this process, it is entirely possible that they've that fallen asleep. <laughs> just knocked out. <laughs> welcome back to uh, episode two. This is actually part two of a series, so if you haven't listened to part one, scroll up and or down and click on that now to get some context. What we're talking about today is, uh, well, what we talked about last week is we went over um, work and how our mental state affects us at our respective jobs, how it's affected us in the past, and how uh, jobs have changed us and, and altered those mental states so uh today we're gonna keep that same vein going and talk a lot about how um how our mindsets and well-being can affect other kinds of work um that being the work that we choose to take on ourselves hobbies passions uh chores just really anything that isn't your profession yeah so welcome uh hey guys john's over there what's up shay's over there What's up? In case you guys don't know us, uh, I'm Matt. I'm John. And I'm Shay. And we're also joined today by our two paying friends, Sammy Joe and Gannon. Yes, our studio audience forced to sit in the corners of the couches and shut the not up. say a word. <laughs> lest it be we got a golf clap. We got a golf clap. Thank we you, got Gannon. A clap. There we go. Yep. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody else, uh, there we go. That's everyone listening at home, uh, real quick. If you're listening to this at home, just uh, just start clapping, yeah. just yeah, like just, last just, time. Just real quick, just uh, yeah. Take give us give us five. Nope, Mississippi nope, nope. That's that's right. too much. <laughs> yes. Can, can we get this train wreck on the road, please? Thank you. Um, how's everyone doing this week? I'm doing. I'm. You know, I'm okay. It's good. Tired. What's but, going on? What's going on in your life? Uh, well, we had a fun weekend. We had a fun uh, Saturday. We did. We went out to Tucson and and shot some people with plastic BBs. Yeah, that was that was fun. That was a good time. Oh, it was voluntary, by the way. Yeah, these people, oh, no. yeah, no, sorry. These people were there to yeah, get to shot. shot. Um, yeah. I'm As a were old, we. I'm a big old airsoft nerd from when I was a kid, and there's a big airsoft community in Arizona, and they were hosting this big, like, eight-hour-long, like, I'm guessing, yeah, it was basically like a LARPing event, but with guns. Yeah. So we went out there with our buddy Noah. And got sunburnt real bad and, and, and ran around bad. and pretended to be people we weren't. Really I'm fun. still peeling. Yeah, you are. I'm actually doing okay. I, I just was... have like the biggest tan line on my wrists from when I was wearing gloves, which is awkward. But Did you okay. at least wear sunscreen? They didn't. <laughs> One of us did. I did. I put some on like an it hour was, in because I, I, I felt my skin start to die. And then, like, I, and then I kept telling you to and you're like, nah, I'm fine. Yep. I feel that. Nah, that was like are. me at Warp Tour. 
Resilience. Yeah, 2018. That's cool, though. In the meantime that they were out doing that, I got to watch our boy, Arthur. Yeah. So I got to stay here at Matt's apartment and play with the dog. We went for like a two-hour walk, which was awesome. Yeah, it was a... Uh it was it was a really big favor. Thank you for that. Actually, Dude, absolutely. Anytime. Arthur, Arthur is literally like the best dog on yeah, the planet. Yeah, it's not like it's it's not like it's a it's a real chore yeah, to watch out oh for him. Oh god, how could you ever ask me to hang out with this dweeb? This nerd is literally just like sitting <laughs> here, right. so confused by what we're doing right now. It's well, kind of adorable. He's used to us all like sitting and facing the TV and like that being on and there being noise and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about you. You're looking right at me. <laughs> Oh, I hope I hope my sitting orientation doesn't affect my audio. Is this gonna is nope. this gonna come in upside down? Yeah, yeah. It's, you're gonna actually be talking in Australian accent. Yeah, oh, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> this is great for an audio only podcast, guys. That's 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 just a Matt's big old laying on the couch. Hey Sam, how are you? Big ya? old upvote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matt Matt's in a bit of a contortionist position right now, but it's comfy. So whatever. I have to say, your uh, your pants look good cuffed like that, pal. Oh, thanks, bud. That was an accident. We just gonna <laughs> we just gonna provide pictures for this. Yeah, yeah. I'll just yeah. I'll there we go. Link in the description. We'll just Big Brother. We'll put cameras up all over the apartment. We'll just we'll find just... a way to like look at your like VR system. Oh, yeah, I mean, those aren't yeah. those, those are aren't probably, cameras, which is exactly I mean, I'm, what I'm the, sure government the government wants you to put think. Cameras in them. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, now we have to stop this podcast. Well, that I mean, we're we're too we're too far in at this point. <laughs> like yep. we've said enough shit. That's like fully yeah. committed. Yeah, we just gotta we just gotta go in head first. Yep. What about you, Shay? How was your week? Uh, week was all right. It really didn't do much. I don't think I just worked a lot. Big shocker there. Uh, right. Gannon, did we do anything last week? Oh, oh, Gannon's gonna say something. Is it a mic? I don't think we did anything last week. <laughs> hey! Yeah. Oh, I got a new guitar. That's that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna keep handing the mic back over. Yeah, Gannon got a new guitar too. Bunch um, of people got new guitars. Matt did not get a new guitar. That's right. I don't know how to I play guitar. I don't need guitar. a new guitar, though. You don't. I don't. Was that like a power dab? That what was, was that? that? That's that's a new move. I'm hanging <laughs> on to that one. All right. Um, it's like a combination of a dab and the John Cena. Like, oh, yeah. God. Oh, God. Okay, here last we go. Last night, we, uh, we went to the Grand, which for people that aren't familiar with what the Grand is, it's a really cool coffee shop here in Phoenix. 247, I mean, like located like on shop, Central Avenue. It's like a bar, speakeasy. It's like everything. It's everything, yeah. It's, it's like the owner couldn't decide what he wanted to do, so he's like... So he didn't. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. So he <laughs> didn't. <laughs> so he didn't. <laughs> but, yeah, it was cool. We had fun. It was like nice. I think we yeah, were out until like 2 a.m. Um, they were really slammed and uh, did not have enough staff, so... Any bartenders that are looking for a job, hit up the Grand. Yeah. It would be a sick the, place to work, too. You're in the too. Phoenix area. Yeah. yeah. It's off of what? I don't even know. Tell them three strangers on the internet sent you. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, tonight, though, I went to the donut store to get us some donuts. because We, did go, to, we did go to the Bose. Yeah, the Bose. To the get Bose some, of donuts. To get some deep fried dough, dough rings. Yes. You know... There are some cities in America that are considered 24-hour cities. They just have amenities that never close uh-huh. for just about, like, every industry um, in certain cities, especially, like, New York, Los Angeles. Like, there's a 24-hour place for everything. everything. Yeah. And, like, Las Vegas, too. As there should be. Um, Yeah. Amen. And in Phoenix, there's just, like, 24-hour places for, like, really unhealthy things. Yeah. Like, dude, there's a place called Hertz Donuts. Oh man! Oh, snap. well, we've been there. We've been there. A couple, we've been there yeah. like once or twice. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah we go to Bosa like on the regular, on the but donut. like Hertz is a special occasion. Yeah, well, it's because like Cause it's one gonna donut hurt when you. <laughs> yeah, one donut is literally a birthday cake. Yeah, like, basically, it's ridiculous. Uh, but at Bosa, they now know my coffee order, which I mean isn't like hard. It's just iced coffee. Well, yeah, with it's cream just and like sugar. the two dollar iced coffee. Yeah. still. But yeah, still, we're so there often enough girl. where we know the lady behind the counter. But now so. you can go up and say, "Hey, give me the usual." And She'll sound like, way cooler than you actually are. <laughs> Y'all will be like, "Yeah, this guy's a nerd." It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's been my week. Um, very cool. Very cool. We lead such interesting lives. Such interesting uh, lives. Yeah, I mean, I rode I just, my bike to work today, which is the biggest mistake I've made this year. You say that, but that's an investment in your own future, buddy. Yeah. So I, I You're decided, investing in the bank of John. <laughs> I, I, I woke up yesterday and was like, you know what I feel like doing? Tearing every muscle in my legs. Yeah. Let's you know how I can do that efficiently? Riding right. my bike ten, ten miles. miles to work. <laughs> yeah. And forgetting to bring water. And not putting on any sunscreen. Or a belt. For the and gains. Bro. I forgot my yeah, I forgot my work belt. But for the gains, I mean, it was all in the background. For the gains and the the crippling thigh pain. Yeah. Because I can't. Ow! I can't like lift my leg up like past my waist. Matt knows what I'm that's in pain. Like. Yeah. Your boy's yeah. about to straight snort some Tylenol right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Please no. But I got some extra strength in the bathroom. Oh wow! Did I just go there? I'm just sorry. Mainlining the hard stuff. Eh? <laughs> well, can we get uh, on topic for once? Uh, I'm man. sorry. I don't know. How are we for time? We're at almost ten minutes of bullshitting. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a good, you know, introductory period. This is, you know, it's casual. Yeah. I'm so, also we don't want to sorry, talk, we don't talk about at home for breaking the fourth wall. There uh, didn't mean to freak your being. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> that's freak, been written down. If that happened, <laughs> that's going on our slash new census. I <laughs> uh, can't even take credit for that one. No. Oh, yeah. Sorry, fucking poser. Sorry. God. Okay, so <laughs> let's let's remind me because I've forgotten. What are we talking about today? So today is a discussion about our hobbies, creative passions, chores, things of that nature. Okay. And the effects of our mental health therein. Therein. Uh, Okay. Yep. Do you want to start? He's like, let me think. Uh, (laughs) Can I get a... Let's make Matt do it because he did the intro. He can can start it. We'll just have him lead the podcast. Yeah, voluntold. Voluntold. Well, uh, I do like talking about myself. I mean, yeah, it'll 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 give me a good three hours to figure out my shit. And wow, then it'll be good. We're just <sighs> all in such grand. Yo, it's moods like tonight. it's like past midnight. I'm a little tired. It's one a.m. You know what? Guys, oh, it is exactly one a.m. If you're listening to this as it releases, then you know it's the middle of gosh dang October. Yes. And uh, some people do this thing called Inktober. And, oh yeah. Uh, I was doing something called Inktober, and again, I just like fell off. And in fact, I fell off the wagon like way earlier now, this year. For those who last. don't know, could you explain what that is? What sure. Inktober is? Um, I can. I I can only attempt for my feeble mind. Nary <laughs> comprehends such concepts. Nary. Um. So Inktober is sort of a drawing exercise that happens every October. 
in where you do one drawing every day in ink. Some people take this very simply. Others take it very seriously. Um, I'm somewhere further on the serious side. Yeah. Like, I definitely push myself, um, and it burns me out. Well, because, I mean, you make some really wild fucking pieces that you, like, put a lot of effort into. So yeah. I can understand how you get burnt out quickly because it's a lot of effort to do every day of the month. Yeah, and it helps that, like, there's usually, like, if you search hashtag Inktober, you can find, like, a whole slew of prompts. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's, like, the classic, there's the original. Go follow the Inktober Instagram page um, for the original. Um, at least I think that's the original. Um, but that one's usually referred to as the official one. And then other people make their own prompts. And then some people just like, don't even follow a prompt. They're like, I drew today. That counts. Uh, and it was ink. So that counts. I mean, so, yeah. Hey, anybody who is still hanging on to inktober, go you, you rock. Um, don't stop because yeah. you can do it. Yeah. I believe yeah. in you. <laughs> um, now I'm going to talk about how I can't do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get into the nitty gritty. Uh, no, I mean, I guess that's kind of been also like tied to what's going on in my life is um, I've just kind of hit like this wall of creativity where I don't feel like my art is as fresh as it used to be. Kind of feel like I'm repeating the same tropes over and over again. And that sort of leads to, um, you know, stagnation and stuff, um, which also just kind of like is tied to i guess just like feeling inadequate as an artist which if if you guys out there are artists i think y'all know what i mean absolutely <laughs> that uh, yeah. nothing ever looks sounds or reads the same oh, as yeah. uh as you thought about it in your head Everything and there's sucks just, when you put it on paper yeah there's always something that's just like not good enough and you know you'll you'll tear yourself up endlessly about it um uh, if if you'll if you'll it will tear you up if you let it um and so it's good to have very supportive people who uh who remind me that my art is not in fact the worst art i've ever made in another fact, stupid I'm, hipster on instagram I'm, check him out dude seriously if He's you got go some sick shit yeah there's i have all of like our our like ats in our description oh yeah and so like if you check out matt's instagram it's freaking nuts like the um, your art is so cool, dude. Like you oh. do stuff so quickly that's so amazing. Bro, when it takes me like two hours to draw SpongeBob. Yeah, plot twist. This is just the let's jerk off Matt's ego corner. Of the oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! I wasn't ready hey, for yo, this. No, we said this in the first episode. You make a dope SpongeBob, though. Thanks, I, dude. I was pretty right, stoked about that. Thanks, John. We're good. Matt corner. Continued. Oh, oh, like, yeah. I mean, that also kind of like. Like, I get really nervous when people compliment my stuff or, like, my singing and stuff like that. It just, like, I don't know. I just get, like, this massive stage fright. Um, and I don't really know why because I've always kind of liked, I don't know, when I was younger, I really liked people recognizing my work. And now I'm just, like, uh, it's not that good. Uh, it could be so much better. Why do you like this? <laughs> Yeah. I feel like that just, you know, obviously that's like just being humble. Well, there's a there's a fine line between being humble and then being just like self-deprecating right. past a certain point, you know? Yep. 
for sure. Because being humble is fine. Like that's totally acceptable and an honorable trait. But if it's to the point where like you can't accept like anything you do is like good by right. your then standards, it's, then, then, it's, a, then it's a, a problem. Negative to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, I I definitely feel happy with a lot of my pieces. Um, As you should. Yeah, like like most of the stuff I post, I'm I'm happy with. Um, there's a couple that I'm just like, ooh, I really messed up here or there. Um, but yeah, you know, that, that, that's just what like practice is, you know, not everything's going to be a fucking hit. Yeah. Not everything's going to be amazing. In fact, like most of it isn't going to be like if I posted everything I drew, like 10% of it would be what I like. And then like right now it's like 90% of what I post. I like, Mm -hmm. there's like a little bit of 10% where I think I could have like done better or i wish i like redrew the whole thing from scratch but um you know that's just again that's just me being critical of myself like you guys don't see like 90 percent of what i draw and um you know i think that's true about like everyone like people like if you're ever worried about your craft and you're ever worried about like being embarrassed by not being good enough or something like that. Like just some, that's something I kind of remind myself about and it kind of digs me out of that hole is, um, like, okay. If I'm, if I'm like singing karaoke in public, like I don't, I don't mind if I don't like nail it. Cause it's just, it's well, just yeah. part of the 90%. Because everyone sucks at karaoke. <laughs> well, like, not just that. I mean, there's like some really good singers out there who like go to karaoke nights and just like freaking rock the mic. Oh, that's true. But, um, you know, and if that's like if that's your shtick, like hell yeah, go for it. But um, you know, if I like go up and I like miss a note or something, and my voice cracks, I'm not gonna like beat myself up over it as much. Uh, cause it's just it's just part of the ninety percent, and then there's there's still that ten percent stuff that I'm like really proud of. I and, think that's a very like good like mindset to have though, mm-hmm. especially like what you're saying with like singing. Because, yeah, because like that. Not to just like kind of interject my own kind no. of thing in, but um, please, I welcome it. Like, so <clears throat> with clients, especially, like, I struggle a lot with being stoked on like a mix that I'm like working on, especially yeah. as of lately, because I've lost a studio and then tried to mix at the church and that was a wreck and all that fun stuff, right? Um, but like, at least you're like, hey, this is like just part of that 90%, and I'm still have this other stuff to be like proud of. Yeah. Like you have that, like it's almost like an optimistic kind of look at, look at it as compared to like where I'm like, why the hell doesn't anything sound like this freaking mix I did last October? (laughs) Yeah. Like, and then I like obsess about it or like, it's like the bright side of fuck it. Yeah. It's that (laughs) I've I've said this to like about a lot of things, but there's like almost like this like weird optimistic nihilism that a lot of people have. To where it's like nothing matters, so why not just try it? Yeah, do it. why not just do it? Fuck it, yeah, just do it. That's yeah. that's definitely like I definitely identify as like an yeah. optimistic nihilist. Yeah, I I just like I don't know. Some days I'm just like out here Jackson Pollocking it and like <laughs> just a bunch of splatters and lines to people, but like some other you know someone might see see one of the lines that I that I do in my daily life as something profoundly beautiful and. I have that effect on somebody like even if I don't know about it just like the the possibility of me affecting somebody in that way is just like worth 
the rest of the random splatters and lines that don't make any sense. Right. That's awesome. I don't know, John, how do you how do you feel about so your work? So I mine's all like I'm trying to think of a way to to word it, but I've fallen out of practice with a lot of like my art and with animation dukes this past year I've barely done like any animation work. But it's frustrating for me because I'll go back and look at all the stuff I was working on or all the stuff that I completed and I'll think, man, this stuff is awesome. It's so cool. And I remember this because I learned that new different like technique to do something back then or I was using this different program and things looked awesome. Or even further back when I was drawing consistently, it's like I got really good. Like, you know, not, 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 not bragging or anything. I just, I just thought I was doing great. And then I just like, fell down that slippery slope of getting lazy and not wanting to set aside time to work. And now like recently I'll try and sit down and draw something and I'll just, it'll just be complete garbage. Like I'll just look at it and like, I'll look at it and it's like, this is objectively awful compared to what I know that I have been able to do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I'll just like kind of spiral downward a bit and, uh, and uh, just getting mad about it yeah we've drawn together and i just like look over at his work and it's just completely different like skill set yeah than what i have and i'm just like oh my god that's the most amazing like armor doodle i've ever seen yeah and he's just like "Eh." and and i'm like because i can do i can do so much shit better i i i i had gotten to the point where i could draw feet and it looked like feet they didn't look like fucking bricks on the on the bottoms of ankles and now they're back to looking like bricks on the bottoms of ankles respect the brick foot it pisses me off so much respect the brick foot. yeah so i just gotta kick my ass into gear and get back into consistently working on stuff and i'll be fine is there like have you guys found like a reason why i think aside from just like you know not finding the time that like you haven't necessarily wanted to get back into it or have you so, wanted to, but been afraid to like for me. Uh, oh yeah. You, go, you ahead, go ahead, John. Okay. I'll just, I am like, like laziness is my biggest like weakness. I see. Like if I can get away with just hanging out in my bed or out here on the couch, like all day and not doing fuck all with, with, with my day, then I'll do it like every day of the week because like, my like childhood and like younger adult life was like super busy and I was always up at like six in the morning and I'd like had to go to school and then I'd come home and I had to do work around the house and I had like three hours of homework and then you got to go to bed early and then get up early in the morning again. And then while I was living here for the first few years, it was like you're up at four 30 in the morning to get to the airport. You're working eight to 10 hours a day, sometimes 12 and you're going home and doing more work at home on top of schoolwork mm-hmm. on top of trying to have a social life and then a rinse and repeat. To the point where now that I've been like living here in the apartment with Matt and being out on my own and it's I'm the master of my own schedule, I can just sink into laziness and not having to get up and do stuff or like with my schedule with work now, I work at three in the afternoon so I can sleep in until, you know, one o'clock in the afternoon and I'll be totally fine. I'll have not missed any obligation or anything like I'll be fine. Yeah. And yeah. I've the just dog like, definitely helps with that. Oh, the dog does. The dog gets my ass out of bed, but uh, then I'll just go right back to it when I get done walking him. But uh, I guess that's that's just the hardest thing for me to deal with with it because I'm just I'm just too content with not doing anything. I guess. No, I, I get that. It's not like a sadness or like an anger thing. It's just a an acceptance of laziness that I have to get over. Yeah, I get you. So yeah, I think that's, that's what I deal with. 
that's important to like recognize though yeah because i think there's a lot of people in that in that same sense of like it's um, like a it's like a like a coasting mentality like you're just you're just coasting through days and and doing what you need to do but not necessarily what you want to or should be doing right yeah like the bare minimum so i really relate to that in the sense of like my reaction to just like not being satisfied with something is to not try it. And I think it just like stems from like fear of failure. Yeah. Um, I was very like, I grew up, I was the youngest of two brothers and, uh, we were all pretty close in age. And so that made us very like competitive with each other, especially, uh, with my, um, like direct older brother. Um, he's 13 months older than me. And I think you touched on this once before too. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like it's like a super competitive upbringing. Yeah, everything was was a competition. Um and so if you weren't good at something instead of just like committing to it, you just like abandon that and go find something else that maybe you're good at before and right. or good at naturally. So, I think it just kind of like I don't think my experience is wholly unique i think a lot of people have a fear of failure and um just like when you start a new project and you meet resistance it's easier to just like back off it and be like oh well i wasn't ready to take that on after all like i need to like go buy more equipment or like yeah you're going going with like in a subconscious like desire for immediate like rewards with yeah immediate uh I can't think of the word. No, yeah, like exactly, like an instant yeah. payoff, like instant yeah, yeah, there you go, an instant payoff. There you <clears throat> go. Like I definitely, that's how it is with me, like working on music, especially like with, like our stuff, or whether it be like our stuff or the constellation stuff. If right. I start trying to write something, I'll get like through a first verse or through a chorus or something, and I'm like, oh, sick, like this is going well, and then I'll hit that creative wall. Like yeah. it's always right there at like the second verse. Yeah. Ganon's like, hell yeah, you do. You <laughs> but, but then I always have like Ganon, well, Ganon's saying he does too. Like, but like Ganon and, and me and Matt will be working on something. And then like, literally I'll get to a second verse. I'm like, all right, I need to take a break from this and start something new. And then next thing you know, I have like 17 started songs Yeah, bro, and no, finished problem my computer is out here in the living room hooked up to our hook, hooked up to our tv um i can show you like the dozens of of half started projects that i have for animation yeah it's crazy and mm-hmm. i i relate to that because it's like i don't necessarily know if i'm like afraid of like failure when it comes to like music stuff i'm i don't feel like i write like the best stuff in the world but i'm definitely like happy with my sound yeah for the most part with my well, writing yeah. you appreciate your work yeah, yeah. I mean, to an extent. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, like it's not like, oh, I'm worried I'm going to, like, you know, completely botch this. It's, it's not like, like a catastrophic failure that, that I think I tend to avoid. It's just a matter of just, like, yeah, releasing something yeah. that I'm not, like, 100% behind. 100%. I and totally get that. I think that's what, like, I think that's why I did, like, as well as I did with my first Inktober, because there were a lot more pieces in that one that I, like, didn't love. Like, I like pretty much everything I've drawn for this one. Um, The other Inktober, last year's Inktober, I was just kind of like, eh, some of these pieces are just bleh. Um, But, like, putting them out there, like, 
forcing myself to do it. Um, kind of just like helped me cope and like realize that it's okay to like release something that you're not a hundred percent behind because you never know like who's going to be a way bigger fan of your work than even you are, you know? That's actually a really interesting like thought because I've never thought of that. Yeah, because like yeah. if you're not like super stoked about your chorus and you're like, eh, this needs more work, it's just like why not let other people listen to it? Because someone might freaking like think it's the bop of the year, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how Curse started out. Like I wasn't like super stoked on it's it. It's the bop of the year. It's a pretty sick song. <laughs> now. Um, but no, dude, I totally, I totally get that. I think it's really funny. We were listening to music the other day and you said like, I have a very like marketable sound. That's not necessarily the best thing that a creative person wants to hear, but it's a great thing for a business person. And like, as someone who's trying to make a living doing music production and stuff like that, that's like a huge compliment because like, yeah. I, I struggle with like being like happy with the way that my mixes sound because I feel like they always are like too dull. Like there's too much low end, not enough high end. It doesn't mm -hmm. sound crisp enough. doesn't sound like hi-fi enough. Like the vocal takes are always like subpar, like, or at least I think they are like, I don't, you know, like I, I don't, I'm not stoked on the way that my vocal recordings are turning out. So clearly I need a new preamp. Or clearly, I need a new plugin that's gonna yeah. do this like thing for me. It's the, yeah, it's the I magic it, I said new it. new shiny thing that'll fix all yeah. your problems. I said it when yeah. you two both got your new guitars. Is I'm still looking for the one that makes me play better. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's seriously like that same thing. And it like I mean to an extent, like I think a lot of like uh, musicians can relate to like the whole idea where like there's something inspiring like inspiring about getting a new piece of gear like mm -hmm. getting a new guitar then you write like a billion new things or getting right. a new like preamp for us recording dudes like all i want to do is record vocals and have the best sounding revocal or like all i want to have is like the coolest sounding drums and then you want to like re-record old vocal tracks and like yeah <laughs> call up your old artists and be like get your ass back here <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's funny like i mean like it's cool to have that that kind of drive or that like brief inspiration mm -hmm. but where can you go to like find it as yeah. a sustainable energy you know yeah also well, do you think that not like a, yeah. a renewable like a renewable resource it's not sense. something you can like min max you know you can't yeah. like manufacture that, that i think that's something that a lot of people try so hard to do and that's when well, like that, you, that, that's what burns you out like the worst right is pushing that angle so hard that you just kill it dude i've well, for my own personal stuff, like I've worked with a lot of musicians that are like, I just like have to write this thing. Yeah. And it's like, yo, you don't have to finish this right now. Yeah. Like if you're not, you can take if a break. You're not inspired by it. It's better to not write something mediocre and release something shitty just because you need that last song on your EP. Yeah. Like write something that you're stoked on, but then right. that there's always that like flip of the coin to where like, Oh now I'm not happy with anything until it's that one good thing. I yeah. think that's like yeah. that for me when it comes to writing things, that's like totally my thing. Well, I think that's why like a lot of artists end up with so much back catalog. Yeah. It's just like, okay, we need to fill space on this album. We need to write a song. Well, we just wrote five, which one's our favorite one. Yeah. Right. And then like, these other four are just like going to go on the back burner and maybe they'll Dude, pop up later. And I you know. was listening to Dustin Kensrue from thrice's, um, podcast. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, he has a podcast called Carry the Fire. It's amazing. Check it out if you're into very um, existential kind of asking the bigger questions in life podcasts. Hmm. Um, let me figure out this. The, he he had. I'm totally gonna butcher this dude's name, but it's like Samir Gadaya, uh, I believe, is his name. He's the singer of um, Young the Giant. Okay. Their last album, they wrote 55 plus songs Jesus Christ. for that yeah. whole album. Oh That's God. intense. I know Beartooth just did it too. They wrote like 38 songs for their 11 track album. Yeah. That's crazy Why? to me. Just because like, I mean, look at how largely commercial success that album was over yeah. them. Because you, you just freaking Jackson Pollock it and you pick out your favorite lines and mm-hmm. splatters. Yeah, seriously. I'm just going to use Jackson Pollock as an analogy. I know that's not what Jackson Pollock's art is about. Find me in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, I, I think we all have a very similar understanding, like, not an understanding, but, like, mindset when it comes to, like, yeah. hobbies and, like, our creative passions. Like, yeah. we always yeah. find ourselves, like, second-guessing everything. And I think that's what drives, like a lot of people, not just us to like start a project and then finish it and then start another project and then finish it. Like I know that when I was between jobs, I picked up like six hobbies mm-hmm. and a lot of it was cause I suddenly had a massive surplus of time. Um, but I was just like, I'm going to make acrylic like jewelry now. And so I like bought a bunch of acrylic molds yeah. and stuff and just like got really into that. And then I was like, no, I need to focus on like my dream of building guitars. So I'm going to like buy more equipment for that, even though like I really would need like power tools and well, not need, but you know, the things prefer, yeah. that I would prefer to have like band saws and stuff that you need jobs to afford. Right. <laughs> but I was just like, let me get all these like little things and start practicing polishing. And then now I'm like, I want an airbrush so I can build miniature models. And then I picked up 3D modeling for like a week. I was just like, I'm going to learn how to do this so I can like design stuff. And, you know, I just like would just like hop around. And again, I was just like hitting that that point where it's just like, this isn't as satisfying as I expected it to be. This isn't, I'm not actually good at this right away. Of course I'm not, you know, right. and just kind of yeah. like instead of putting in the effort to like practice, I would rather like try to go find something that I'm like naturally talented at. I feel like I, I, I find myself in that position when I'm like, in like a depressive state. Yeah. Like I'll be going back and forth between like, Oh, like I really want to work on like writing this thing yeah. or like fuck doing this music thing. Let me go and like, I want to like start drawing again. And so I'll like get into drawing for like 45 minutes and then I'll get sick of how everything looks. So then I'm like, fuck this. I'll go on and I'll do something else. And then I'll go and I'll, you know just the next thing one thing after another Mm -hmm. like it sucks dude like that whole kind of like process until finally eventually i'm just like i'm not good enough to do anything i'm just gonna sit here and watch like the office yeah and i think like i suffer from that too a lot is my depression makes me complacent with like resting more Mm -hmm. and um i feel like it's not necessarily your depression makes you complacent with it i think it's just a byproduct of it yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a better way of wording it. Again, sorry guys, I'm not I'm not very good at like wording this all the time, but like it's my mind like gets more jolly juice from the instant payoff of resting more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then like getting up and doing something worthwhile. So like it's kind of like when you're laying in bed and you hit your snooze button like 10 times. <laughs> It'd yeah. be a lot well, easier like, and you'd probably feel better if you just stood up the first time and like yeah. started doing something with your day. But or, or your brain's like, just like 5 minutes of sleep is way better than standing up right yeah. now. <laughs> or it's like you wake up like oddly early one morning and like you're just like awake and you're like ready to roll and you think oh like i'm not groggy like i normally am i could get up right now and have like a great productive morning yeah or i could actively choose to put my head back down and go back to sleep and <laughs> it's like the it's like the best non-addictive yet actually kind of addictive drug of just like choosing to just totally. knock back out yeah. yeah i think you guys said it very well earlier like having the dog has kind oh, of yeah. been a great way. Because well, if, you, if you don't, eat, you know, shits in the drop house. some mad duke in your living <laughs> yeah. room. That's a, well, I mean, it's just a big old sense of purpose to like know that there's this like there's this there's this, this living sweet thing boy that's, that's depending on you who didn't do nothing wrong right. and he wants to go outside and he deserves it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He he doesn't have thumbs, so he can't work the door, and he isn't responsible enough to come home yet. So yeah, no, nah, dude, I think that's that's important too. I know we had talked, I think, about it in like the first, like the pilot episode. I don't know if we did or we talked about it when we were planning for it, but like looking at like like the little victories. I know I've said it to people that I've like given advice to. It's like okay, well, I'll even give a little bit of backstory to it because I wasn't that person, like. And I still struggle with it. I think everybody struggles with it. That's like not an unusual thing. Yeah. But to like sit there and be like so, so focused on the bad stuff that you can't see the good stuff. Oh, yeah. Right. And so, well, like I, I think I was like a junior or a sophomore in high school or something like that. And I, I was just like, I'm pretty sure I have no friends. Like everybody hates me. No one wants to actually actively hang out with me. Yeah. Like typical high school drama yeah and you just you get in your own head about it and yeah it just becomes everything yeah, yeah. and so yeah. I, eventually i was like dude screw this i like reached out like i was like i don't want to talk to any of my friends because all my friends think that i'm like a downer i don't want to like talk to my family because my family will think i'm crazy or like whatever so right. i like message the guitar player of, of uh, oh yeah you did bring this 12 up. foot ninja yeah and he, he got back to you yeah he messaged me back they were like on tour within this moment or something like that and he like messaged me and was like hey sorry to hear you're going through some like shitty times um actually if you want i could literally read the facebook message to you you could um you could but why <laughs> um i'll just give you a brief synopsis so basically he said um and in times where he's struggled with these depressive states and being like, you know, like nothing's good enough for me right now. Like I'm not good enough for anybody else. That kind of thing. He says like his parents always told him to ride the wave. They're Australian. That's. Oh yeah. 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 He's like, yeah. they tell me to ride the wave. Oddly enough, they don't fucking surf. <laughs> and I was like, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. And so well, it was really cool that he, that he reached, that he reached out to you, dude. Yeah. And like, so or that he got back to you, I should say. Yeah. And so he had like, 
he literally wrote like three, it was kind of like a three step process to making you uh, grateful for things. Like yeah. Understanding gratitude. So he said like, be thankful for the big things. Like, the fact that you your heart's beating and that yeah. you have air in your like, lungs. Hey, you ain't dead. Yeah. Or like you have a roof over your head. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then be grateful for like he said this the simple things, like the small things, like uh, something as stupid and I this is literally what the message said, but it said it could be something as big as life itself or something as small as the Indiana Jones socks that you got for your birthday. Hey. Or something like that. Yeah. And so it's like that's such a big thing that I didn't even think about at the time. And now I find myself in that position because especially working at the church, I see a lot of people oh, yeah. that are super stoked on life. Yeah. yeah. And like our friend Kate, shout out to Kate. If you're listening to this, she came from something like, like her family life was super, super hard. And I would love to have her on here too. Cause yeah. she could like totally give you, she was like adopted and like lost her parents at a really, really young age. And mm-hmm. yeah. Like just this whole thing, but she's like the happiest person. Every time you see her, you're like, Hey Kate, how's it going? Even if she's, even if she's having the shittiest day of her life, she is still like, I woke up today. I made myself breakfast. It's been a great day. Like I got yeah. a lot of stuff to do, but it's still a great day. Yeah. Like we'll see Kate in the office. And we're like, how's it going Kate? And she's like, so good. That's like her thing. And we all like mm-hmm. give her shit about it, but yeah. that's literally her thing. <laughs> and it's so funny because I, me and Gannon and Kate were doing a photo shoot for the church And they're talking about like just loss and family life and all this stuff. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, I feel like the biggest piece of shit ever because I'm just like, I'm so upset that I can't afford $400 a month to pay rent at a studio. Yeah. And that's like my, that was like the biggest problem in my life. And like these, these guys are talking about losing parents. Yeah. 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 And that's like, it's like shell shock. almost. Uh-huh. Like you're like, wow, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. But really you're not. We've talked about it. It's like, you can't downplay your own. Oh yeah. Well, problems. I think Just, that was one of the biggest things I dealt with growing up was like, I, I was always reminded of, like people having it worse mm-hmm. and so i just like was convinced that i was just whining about shit that wasn't really a big deal did that yeah did i that... mean like you and i aren't like dying of trench foot right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> that doesn't invalidate that like it sucks to like grind our souls away at jobs to, yeah like, pay rent right yeah <laughs> but so in that same kind of mindset did you find yourself even though you're like i'm just whining about this was it like oh oh like there's really no reason for me to be this way. I'm I'm thankful to have this stuff, or was it like still it, you were like it's, it's what it turned into. But I I I still do fall. I mean, I'm sure you guys have noticed it before, but I still too do fall back on like the bit of self deprecating. Like, oh, I'm just I'm just bitching. Like, this isn't anything. Like, it's not the serious. I'm just whining. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll just like I'll just need y'all to bear with me for a minute. Like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bitch and moan about something for a minute. Right. And so I I'm still kind of in that a bit, but it's not like a real big downer thing. Yeah. Know? And like, 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 I, like, I still appreciate what I've got and I'm, I'm super thankful for all that. And I've like grown to that point, mm-hmm. but it's still something I do have to deal with. You know, you find a healthy balance. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like it, it comes to a point where it's just like, yeah. Um, it reminds me of a story that happened at the airsoft event that, uh, me and John were at. Here we go. Which involves a lot of, uh, shooting go. each other with little, pellets and it hurts it kind of hurts especially like when you least expect it you know when you expect to get shot you just like your body like 
tenses up. You get a little bit of adrenaline, and you hardly feel it. You know what doesn't? You know when that doesn't happen? Yeah. Is, when you don't expect is it. Is when you don't expect it. And, and so when the, the game, game is, is... When the game's over... The game oh. is officially over. Like, people have called... I haven't heard this story, by the way. Oh, okay. So, yeah. like, people have called, like, game's done. We've been out there for eight hours. Eight hours um, in, in the Arizona... De- in the Tucson desert. Yeah, right? it's hot. It was Everyone, Matt, hot on Saturday. Matt is half tomato at this point. Everyone's <laughs> ridiculously exhausted. And uh, at this point in the game, like... Or at this point of the event, like the game is over. There's no more shooting of other players, and uh, that we, we've involves, all peeled off. Like our, yeah, our, that our involves face, a protective pretty, gear and all this. Pretty stuff. important uh, part is like we've all taken off our face protection at this point because it's freaking hot. Yeah. The game's over. Um, it, it's they take it so seriously that if somebody takes their eye protection off in game. Like the game pauses. Yeah, People scream blind man and everyone just shouts at everyone until yeah. you put your until you nobody put your back pulls on. a trigger until eyes are covered again. Yeah, it's um, God forbid you don't want somebody to lose their eye to this yeah. little shoot hobby your of ours. Eye out. It's all fun and games yeah. until someone loses an eye. Um but anyway Never mind teeth. We're all walking back towards where them. the cars are and uh them. this is a pretty big play area, so I assume that uh most people heard it but there was a few players that just didn't realize game was over um this guy comes running around a corner and shoots john and our friend noah in the back and everyone's mad now so normally like if i if i was how i am now then i would have brushed it off been like hey you know what he didn't hear it that's fine yeah. But after getting up at like what five in the morning, yeah, driving out to this place, being driving. There, sorry, not to interrupt. Oh, you know, but yeah, driving, driving, driving to, to Tucson, Tucson overnight at one a.m. overnight, yeah. getting like two hours of sleep, then getting to this place at like five in the morning, being there until two in the afternoon. Right, rough. Carrying all of our gear and equipment with us because we couldn't go back to the car because that was breaking the rules. You had to carry all your stuff with you. Yeah exhausted tired dehydrated as fuck because you know we didn't bring enough water (laughs) and then to have it finally be over and have this great experience just be done we can get back to the car we can sit we can click the ac on and just veg for a minute before we go home to have this one deaf dumb motherfucker he didn't turn a corner he we he walked past us back to what was our team's like base and like so like we saw him walk past us and then he just stopped like was talking to some dude and then just turned around and went, Oh, and shot us both in the back. And we, we, we went Why? from, we went from zero to a hundred, like immediately. Right. And just turned around and I just was out of the gate, just slinging profanities at this dude. <laughs> like, yeah. You dumb. It's over. You dumb. Bitch. I was just going off on this dude. And he was like, he was around. I mean, he looked around our age, like mid twenties. Yeah. Something he, like that. But he, he just like, he didn't look, like like apologetic or like 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 we caught him off guard he know he like met our aggression level he's like well i didn't know that it was blah 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 blah, blah." whatever he just started to go off and then like i was i was ready to just just get into a shouting match with this dude yeah because i was i had kept my goggles on because i didn't have any like glasses or anything underneath i was wearing contacts so just out of habit i left them on until we got to the car but nacho had taken his off already he'd taken his face thing off and his and his goggles off and he was just like he could have like gotten fucked up right? because he didn't like shoot us in the butt or the feet or the legs. Like I got hit like in the square of my, like where the neck meets the shoulders. Oh yeah. Like it was like in the head region. So, I mean, if we weren't like, if we were looking his way, Nacho could have got, you know, 
fucked up. Super, yeah. But uh, so you know, I overreacted big time, and and Matt eventually called me out on it because I wouldn't let it go. Yeah, it was about fifteen minutes later of constantly yeah. talking. I was about still it whining about. I it. I was just like, "Hey, man, did you lose your eyes? No. Could you have? Sure. But yeah. did you? No. Yeah. And so the whole point of bringing up this story um, was that you know when you feel frustrated about anything your creative process, anything like that. It's it's totally okay to vent. Like you you're allowed to feel things. It's definitely like a valid reaction when you get shot in the back of the head, when you're dead dog exhausted to like to, to go get, off on a Yeah, to go off on someone. Um but you know, just like temper yourself and like realize that everything's okay. Yeah, and, and, and lose to, your and, eyes, and to not let that that venting aggression like just like take over your mood for the day. Yeah, and just like tarnish I, I the was, entire good experience. I was one hundred percent ready to let that ruin my day. Yeah, I like, think that's just a very like on brand thing for you. Yeah, on brand. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed that. Like, I don't know if you know that, but like, you have a very good like. <laughs> you, oh, he's got like, a good. He's got a good like bullshit meter. Yeah, I like, mean, and, and if it gets to a point where. It's past like the acceptable levels. He'll call you out on it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, even from from a stance, it's not necessarily like he's calling you out on bullshitting, but he's like, he's telling you like, hey, dude, like, this is now to an unhealthy point to where it's yeah. like bringing you well, down. You're saying it nicer than, but yeah, I, I meant kind of. <laughs> okay. Same. Yeah. I thought you meant like like he can handle a severe amount of bullshit. No. Yeah. Which I mean, like you can, but like I think you have such a like I don't know. I Matt's been there for a lot of my like panic attacks. We were literally sitting in a drive-through at a Dutch Bros, and I felt what I perceived to be a massive lump in my arm turned out to just be muscle. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm just an idiot. You yeah. kind of need those, dude. I literally sat there and I was rubbing my arm nonstop, and Matt's like, "What? What you doing?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, "Feel my arm. This is not right." And he's like, "Feels normal to me." Yeah, and I was like. Uh, I mean, he's just like sitting in the passenger seat of my car, holding his hands out in front of me. He's just like, my arms are two different lengths. Yeah, and I'm like, like, something is wrong with everyone's me. ours, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's like, biology. <laughs> that's how it works. But yeah, so the human, the human body isn't 100 symmetrical. That's aggravating, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Side sidebar. Who signed off that. on that? <laughs> Who signed? Hey, big man upstairs. What the hell? <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> but While um, we're at it wire nuts on the outside that's just that's just not okay it's too weak <laughs> it's a heating thing i know it's a heating thing so not to it, it's derail it's the also, conversation it's also completely. way too vulnerable of a weak spot i just I, maybe die for a second really funny. yeah i mean just i don't know i i heard a quote it was attributed to bruce lee at the time i have done nothing to fact check that but bruce lee once said be like water um and i love that because water just like water doesn't get butt hurt it just like changes form to best suit its surroundings and it slowly uh imposes its will very patiently upon you know whatever it encounters like if there's a rock in the river i'll just go around that's cool it. we'll just go around it and one day that rock will be powder because of the water yeah like this big monumental thing that just like fucks up your whole flow will one day just be powder. Yeah. Yeah. And you won't even remember. I think that's that there was a rock there. It's like liberating. 
Yeah. Like it really shows you how small of your problems, like your, how small your problems can be like very small problems, mind you. Like yeah. things like, you know, for me, like panic, even though it like consumes my life for that moment, mm-hmm. that moment might be five minutes. Like that night it was like, I don't know. It was a good three or four hours. Yeah, then, like, and it's been a good two weeks before. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's. Oh, well, we were just talking about the whole sneezing oh, fiasco God. on the ride home. We did talk about that. Yeah, that was a rough. Yeah, that was that was, that was, a, not that was interesting. I've yeah. never felt more. Like, that like was actually the idiot. first time like I'd really seen you have like a like like a like a an episode like that. Yeah, right. yeah. dude. It, that and what's funny is like that one was very like minor compared to yeah everything mm-hmm. else like there's been times especially when i was like when i when i had just finished school like college i was like well i it was when i first started getting super bad panic attacks mm-hmm. i had like lived in this perpetual state of like chest pains shortness of breath yeah mm-hmm. like all this stuff for so long like or it was like three weeks to the point where I was afraid to fall asleep. Like, I would oh start God. falling asleep, and then I would just be like, <gasps> every oh, now and then. Right. Like, the, the sleep apnea stuff, yeah, right? Like yeah, I, dude, yeah. it was so bad. I would make my mom. My mom has three other kids. Oh. I think Arthur's crying. But <laughs> I don't know if the microphone's picking that up, but Arthur's being a little whiner right now. Um, Yeah, my mom has three other kids. She works two jobs. Deals with my stepdad. Like, all this she, stuff. She's going... Th- Will you yeah. will you quit it back there? <laughs> he just wants love. He just wants love and he wants attention that we can't give him right now because we're live on air. <laughs> but yeah, so she's like super busy with all this stuff. And then I'm just like, hey, mom, will you come out and lay with me on the couch until 2.30 in the morning and hold my hand as I try to fall asleep? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure I'm going to die. And Damn. Like... That that's, brought on. That's weird. That's a weird spot to be in. That you're just that dead, dead on convinced of it. Like, I, I can't I was even certain imagine. I was going to die. I Damn, was man. absolutely certain. And I've been in that position multiple times. Like I kind of, I, I kind of had a brief panic attack last night. Like, especially now, I'm, I'm more able to like see it as, oh, this is my anxiety. I've yeah. felt this before. But then, like, your anxious brain and, like, your subconscious is... He just booped the mic. I don't... Oh, he's standing <laughs> okay. on my chest. Oh, well, my Welcome to the couch podcast. Yeah, the benefits the, of recording on a couch are that the dog can crawl all over you. Yeah. He doesn't understand personal space yet. It's okay. So. It was great. He's, you were really, saying, he's not a heavy dog. I mean... He, like, when he stood he, on me, I on definitely overreacted to that. That wasn't as bad as, as I mean, it could he, be. Uh, yeah, I'm looking he's right so at dramatic. you, you fat I dog. Know. He's put on some weight since we got him. I mean, he was on the street, so that's yeah, probably I mean, not a bad you thing. Could, like, you could, like, stick your hand in his ribs. Yeah. So. He's a good boy. But, now. yeah, so, sorry, and sidebar. Um, this whole was, thing is a sidebar. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> just what this episode's been, but it's, yeah. I mean, I'm okay with it. I was going to say, like, it's just, like, it's one of those things, dude, like, I could like see my anxiety coming on yeah. and be like, I had two cups of coffee yesterday. I didn't take my meds. Sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. I haven't been taking my meds because I hate taking my meds. We'll get into that next week. We got into that last week. Yeah. Or the we week briefly before. got into that last week. Yeah. 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 That's a, you're welcome to my life. But yeah. So like 
I, I could see it coming on, but part of me was still like, I don't want to fall asleep because I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. And that's like, that's, that's how it kind of affects me and stuff. But yeah, no, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's, for sure. It's one of those things. Matt's really good at like diffusing those situations for yeah. me. Yeah. I like, just have been in enough of them where and mine aren't as severe, which kind of helps me like, Cause I don't I don't know if I could or I don't know how I would handle that. I'm sure I could. You know. I think I think people are way more capable than they think they are sometimes. So. I had a I had a friend that was in the uh the navy and yeah. I was telling him about my anxiety and he had said like the human body is very, very capable of dealing with anything. Yeah. Like it's going to take a lot of stress and anxiety and like cardio and high blood pressure to actually make you have a heart attack and you will know when it happens. Right. Like, so you could, you can handle it. Like he, he went from being like almost blown up in a ship to like being a CrossFit trainer. (laughs) And so like he's CrossFit shout out to Jed though. Shout out to Go anybody Jed. who can maintain a CrossFit routine. Yeah, for real. Oh my Alex, god, dude! The girl who's going to be on next week. Oh yeah, she's oh, she's man. actually going to be coming here right after CrossFit. There we go. That's insane. Mm-hmm. So, well, we're going to pick her brain on that for a minute. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, when it comes to like to get back on back on topic on topic back mm-hmm. on topic. Um, Welcome yes. to the show, everybody. Yeah, hey guys. <laughs> We're back. Uh, we're for back. those of you that stopped listening 30 minutes ago, we're back. <laughs> um, I hope you didn't. There was some good info in there. Yeah, there was. Actually, everybody right now, just uh, reverse, uh, just rewind. 30 minutes? Just About listen, 30 minutes. Just listen to this over again. And, uh, just, just, just Yeah, just, just start the just, podcast. And we're the, back the, off topic. At the 20-minute mark. <laughs> anyway. Oh, also, um, anybody listening now, uh, let's go ahead and uh, pat our own heads. All right. Well, yeah. all right. Let's let's. All right. All right. You Thanks, had a guys. point Mike. to make. Mike. Oh, I was actually going to ask a question. <laughs> okay. And that's that. Um, you know, how do you guys overcome that that block? That creative block. Yeah. Um. Because I, I think, haven't yet. I, I think. Well, I think in that same sense, I was going to say I really haven't either, but it's. It comes and goes, I think yeah, is what it is. Yeah. Because I find myself, especially when it comes to music stuff, um, you have to find, and it, and it kind of ties itself into all these other things that we've talked about, like with gratitude and all this, like appreciating the little things. I, right. I literally now have noticed like the little things that I appreciate in my work. Yeah. So like you're riding the wave. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Freaking Rowan, man. That, that man is such a to to listen to some 15 year old kid on facebook and provide like such deep like advice that has changed my life to some dude he's literally never met at 3 a.m while on tour after a show that that's fucking sick so DM shout him, out to him dm him again and get him on the podcast dude i would love <laughs> to he's a badass what's up Rowan? hey you remember that kid from years ago that you you oh we still to talk for, to oh we you still do talk oh, every now and then we wish each other happy birthday and stuff uh, yeah. that's awesome but, but uh, skype in yeah seriously but um 
Yeah, no, it, it all kind of ties itself back into that. It's like you have to find find those little things. So when it comes to like writing things, I'm like, yo, this little riff or this like chord voicing, it couldn't even be a full progression. It's just like a voicing of a chord I get stoked on. Or like if I'm mixing, I'm yeah. like, yo, I just made the sickest sounding bass tone that like I've ever created. And so it's like super, I don't know. It's that, that same mentality of like finding the little things to be. Yeah, for sure. I guess like I haven't, it's not that I'm still stuck in it. It's that I'm in a point now where like, I'm more so in it than out of it. When I am, it's just in like short controlled bursts of creativity. (laughs) Right. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like we were talking earlier last week about how I want to GM a like a tabletop role playing thing that yeah. I'm putting together, or like I've been working on building my own like ghetto monstrosity airsoft gun out of extra miscellaneous parts that's currently occupying the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just get these, like just I'll wake up in the morning and be like, all right, I want to make some today, right? Or you know more consistently I'll do like little writing exercises where I've been writing these like little sci-fi, like one off like vignettes that I'll put up, I'll put up my Instagram or whatever. Yeah. And And that'll be like my little creative like outlet for the month or whatever, or for the week. But it's, (laughs) that's just all I've been doing. I haven't really felt the drive to sit down and like dump hours into a larger thing. I feel like in a sense, that's going to be the key to getting through. Yeah. That's that creative. Yeah, it is. And I've been doing more recently, like with the airsoft gun thing and and with Mm. just, just, I've been, I've been slowly moving towards larger projects, dude. So so, I'm getting out of it, but yeah, like one of them, one of them being the potential, um, animated intro to this little show. That would be so sick. With, with your, with your sick opening music. Thanks. Yeah. Do it. I gotta boost the bass. It's a little, it's a little thin on the low end. I mean, it's so great. It. Thanks, man. But um, well, I was gonna say it's like uh, these, these like I that can't little thing. She wants to lay on. I know it's adorable. Oh my god, <laughs> this <laughs> this dog, he's laying on the arm of the couch with his head down in like the cushioned seat of it. He's so cute. Just not caring at all. But yeah, um, my boy is upside down. <laughs> Yeah, I think having this, uh, this, you know, little little tasks. Mm-hmm. I think that's also an important thing for not not just a creative or a passion or hobby thing. I think that's just a very important thing to have in your day to day life. Yeah, that I I struggle to implement into my life. Like, you need to have that like almost like a to-do list, like check that one thing off the list. Like, Hey, yeah. Yeah. you got up and you made, you did like laundry today, yeah. you know, I, I like just to be able to do something literally tomorrow. Like, yeah, I'm just dragging all my, all my fucking shit over to my ma's and stealing all her laundry detergent and then getting some more on my way home. Yeah. I think that's a, a super important thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, what about you, buddy? For me, like, I find a lot of like thrill in like starting that new project. And so I kind of just like shrink it down be like, okay, um, I don't need to learn how to like ice skate and yodel this week. Um, but what I really need to work on is like perspective and drawing. And so I'll just like, or a, a whole other thing that you didn't even think of until like tomorrow morning. 
and yeah. a whole new thing will come in. And then... No, no. Um, something that like gets me back into like stuff is um, singing's been one of the things. So like I've been trying to like write more um, lyrics lately, but I am like really not into what I write minutes after I write it. And so I've just been like writing down little lines that just like pop into my head. Just anything. That's the way uh, to go. Just just write little small little things. Yeah, and I just like get some really like dumb sounding stuff. Um and then I get some really like cool sounding stuff and like it's it's just more of that like ninety percent, ten percent thing where it's just like I'm not gonna like most of this, but if I just like if I don't put it down, if I don't record it, if I don't commit it somewhere, if I end up liking it a week later, like great. You know, if I write it down, I can like look back at it and be like, you know what, I like this more than I used to. Right. But if I don't do that, <laughs> then it's just like loss. It's gone. So Yeah. Like what do I do to like get back into creativity is I just like fail a bunch. Cause like Jake the dog. Yeah. You just, you, it's the only way I got good at singing. You know, I'm, I'm t- I talk so much about starting new projects and like trying to find what I'm naturally talented at. And I'm like, why can't I just be like as good at, you know, why can't I be as good at like carving and sculpting stuff as I am at singing or drawing? I've sang and drawn like, most of the days of my life at this point yeah and it's just like it's 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 so far beyond natural talent like i don't actually think i had that much natural talent for singing like if i think back to when i like first started to like sing along with music that i really liked i was like wow (laughs) i did not sound good Uh, i think that's where it comes down like almost to another thing like a kind of a driving force to like through that creative slump is like looking at the journey that you've had, but Mm -hmm. also like appreciating the difference between natural talent and hard work. Yeah. Because like I've heard it in interviews with like musicians all the time. Like you can only like, you can be naturally talented and make it quickly somewhere, but that quick little burst isn't going to be sustainable. Yeah. Like you have to set a routine. Exactly. You have to like be constantly progressing to make it a career Yeah, yeah you know? I agree. Or, or make it like, to just be in love with that passion your entire life. Yeah. Otherwise, like you said, you'll get burned out. It's like the fastest yeah. way to get burned. And, out. And, and it's like, <coughs> it's the worst level of burnout too. Yeah. It's and like, maybe I don't want to start up again. Yeah, yeah. Maybe somebody else is like out there listening to this right now. And you, like, you may not even realize that the thing you think you're naturally talented <laughs> at is something that you practice way more than like you even recognize. I practice singing every day and it's not like exercises, but I'll find a new song, something that I don't know the lyrics to, or something that just involves like a vocal technique that I'm not particularly good at. And I'll just loop it until I can nail it. Yeah. And I'll just do that every day oh, on yeah. the way to work, on the way to the store. Like my car is my studio and it's great because there's no like audience there to like listen to me mess up or whatever. Um, and then like I can come into Shay's studio and he's like ready to record. I'm like, hell yeah. And I like have all these techniques down that I wanted to like practice. And it's not even something that I think about. Maybe it's because singing is just like so easy to do while you're doing other things. But, like, 
consciously like singing is an effort and it's oh, effort yeah. like to practice the breathing and to like just remember like where to breathe in certain songs mm-hmm. see um, i suffer from the the crippling thing of like i'll sing my best when i'm not focusing on it when like doing something else yeah and then if i stop and like really try to it just won't be half as good mm-hmm. i yeah. i've literally just watched a i don't i'm trying to think if it was a interview or if it was a, a mixing clinic mm-hmm. but it was essentially the guy says like oh no it was just an instagram ad it was like the dude said like the most like i don't know true to your sound and the best things that you're going to create are like your gut instinct. And the more that you sit there and the more you overthink it and the more that you try to change things because you're like listening back to it too much. Yeah. The yeah. more chances to inevitably fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. You absolutely. have, you know, like, I don't know. That's a really profound thing. Yeah. For sure. And I mean, like, that's not to say that you're like, first iteration of something is the best because like everything could use tweaking absolutely if you find yourself spending an inordinate amount of time on a small portion of a bigger project you're gonna warp the entire project around that piece there's a reason you write first drafts yeah it's kind of like in in drawing like you lay your framework out before you start adding detail if you just like start with detail you get like deformities and faces or like your proportions will be off because you're so focused on like the hand that you don't realize that you're like drawing it way too big on the arm you know um or something like that i think about like spongebob when he's like trying to write his boating essay and just like spend so much time on 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 like drawing the the. yeah like (laughs) i think that's like a really funny like metaphor for this old callback man dude yeah But I think I think that's a very like I don't know relevant thing to this kind of conversation that we're having. Like, yeah, he focused so much on trying to write this thing that he like was unable to. Yeah, in a way. Sorry, not to make SpongeBob some big profound thinking. Hey, there's a lot of things to learn, from SpongeBob. Okay, it's gonna be I, what it's gonna be, and if it's profound the to you, boy. then yeah. Damn it, man! Just live Ride that truth. Ride the wave. Just live that truth, <laughs> brother. <Ride the wave. laughs> but yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree. Yeah, and so like, it's kind of it. Something that I find interesting is there's a lot of artistic types, and just like really, there's people that turn anything into an art form. Like you just find. I don't know. I feel like you find a lot of like artists that really like dig deep into their passion. Yeah. That suffer from some kind of like irregularity, mm-hmm. neurologically speaking. Yeah. And I think that that kind of like free form, like you have to take life and you have to get really creative with like your day to day well-being and i think that there's something to say about like that that kind of fuels like an artistic uh state of mind where it's just like and and, you know not to say that like 
everyone that has a mental irregularity is more naturally like artistic than people that are neurotypical because that's not true. Um, but you do find a lot of artists that like, they just go through a lot. And I think, again, I think there's just something to that, like the, the extra effort that it takes to get through, you know, your average day that translates into emotions, which then like translate into really profound, like pieces of art. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I'm sorry. I I don't know if you were going to say something, John. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Um, aside from like art as well, like I think having a very, I I don't want to say like neurotypical kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I think in a sense, like finding that thing that's like, that's going to take you out of the mundane yeah. to like bring back that fire into even like your career. Mm-hmm. Like I know we were having a conversation a little while ago, me and Gannon were, um, where like when, when we first, Gannon works at the church with me. When we first started hiring Gannon on, it was during our VBS, which was like a huge event for all these kids. That's a like, vacation Bible school for those that don't, uh, do that God. don't know. Um, but yeah, so it's like we had like 300 kids on campus and there's activities for five hours every day and bright lights and dancing and games and all this stuff. And it was just like so much happening all at once that by the end of that week, we had like nine plus hours of absolutely unreal footage, like the best footage that we've ever had at the church that Gannon shot. And now it's like, I'm trying I don't want to say I'm trying. It's like I again and I are both having this conversation to where it's like things feel so mundane because like we're doing the same thing over again. Yeah. It's like, how can we take, how can we find our own creative passion or like find, find something new to then refresh everything else. Mm -hmm. Whether like today I took a song that we've been playing at the church for like four years and totally like redid all the lights to it. Flipped it upside down. And I'm probably going to get oh, some man. shit from my boss because I'm, I'm using red as the primary color. And when you're in a very traditional Baptist church, that's a very depictive color of hell. Um, so we'll see I mean, yeah, how that, that goes. But it looks so sick. I mean, it's for the song, Oh, Praise the Name, which like the whole thing is about like... Yeah but, the, yeah, but the whole part where you dressed up in the devil suit popping up at the end might be a bit of a question. You know, Just it's it's an expression of my inner... The skeletons in the rafter are a bit much. Shay's our spicy church boy. Spicy uh, church boy. Yeah, is that, is that his that official sh- title? Can we get him a, a little name tag for that? Yeah. Yeah. You, we'll sell shirts that have like a pocket. Like it'll be like a white t-shirt and it'll have like a little pocket that oh. has like flames on it. There and we then go. It says like spicy church. No, we'll get him one of those go. Guy Fieri flame like button ups. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's oh the big God. laugh. And then with that, can we also, can we also come with one of those visors that has the hair yes. built yeah. in? That's yes. like spiky absolutely. blonde hair. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I think that's like a very important thing is to like, find that and that sorry that was kind of off topic of what you were saying no i don't but it don't like comes so. back to last week a lot too it's like how can we find something that like can can continue to push you forward in in like your your actual job yeah, yeah. i think that's yeah, absolutely find something that that can help you like i don't want to say like something my boss would say is like do no harm like mm-hmm 
don't go and change policies if it's going to fuck up things for everybody else. Yeah. Like, do no harm don't to make everybody. Waves. But, like, you know, take take the initiative to try well, yeah. to find something that's going to... It's, it's, it's another one of those healthy balances you got to work out. Yeah. I yeah. think... Um, that that that's very interesting. I mean, just like that's kind of one of my mindsets. It's just like, okay, I'm struggling with like everything right now. I'm not happy with work. I'm not happy with art. I'm not happy with my home because I get into these like down funks where I just want to lay in bed. So I stop cleaning, and it's just like, man, if you're down, just like take every little win you can get. Yeah. There is no shame in celebrating Absolutely. those tiny little wins. Dude, you did oh, the dishes? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Like, give yourself a gold freaking like, star. Get up. And, and don't shower. let anyone condescend you for that. Like, oh, yeah, if that's the win you need right now, screw them. They don't pay your rent. They don't do your dishes. Like, take your wins and celebrate them. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, like, it can be the smallest thing, just getting up, hopping in the shower, and then just like, Go yeah. for a, go for actually like a going to walk work. outside, but like keep it going. Yeah. You know, don't. It's kind of like the don't get overly mad at things that like won't affect you in the long run. Like don't over celebrate those good things. You got to like keep that momentum going. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But yeah, um, I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily know if I have anything else to add. I guess I could kind of talk about like dealing with like kind of that same bit of like failure kind of anxiety. I kind of liked what you were mentioning about like the do no harm thing. Cause that's, that's another edict that I think both John and I are like very much do no harm, but take no shit. Yeah. Um, and it, it kind of like, it, it made me think of like, Oh, you gotta like ride the wave, but not create them. And, um, yeah, and it's just like life is going to make its own waves, you know? And, uh, eventually you just like i don't know like i kind of like when when you're in a tough sticky situation you like figure out a way out of it and you just like you solve a problem or you just like maybe you just kind of getting yourself like out of a bad situation uh i'm a nervous laugher when things are going wrong I just like, <laughs> you know, <I'll> chuckle, <laughs> giggle, stuff like that. It's actually really funny to witness too. Especially like, yeah, I mean, like, I'll I'll just like stop. Something will piss me off, and I'll just, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, um, yeah. But like, like at the end Same of those situations, like, yeah, like you know, Shay's right. Like, you got to ride the wave, and life would just be like a little too boring if there weren't waves. So like that. that oh, it'd be it'd be insanely boring. I yeah. Think it's not- could, could you imagine if? Just there were no problems in anyone's life. Yeah, the joy of like solving a problem and like getting up and like that's what that's like my hobby. Um, I really like like hands on craft stuff like building and just like figuring out ways to like make things go together when there's just like no obvious solution. And it's just like it's a controlled practice of like problem solving, which is such an important skill to develop when the world is full of so many problems. And like, I would not be as effective as I am at like helping you Shay or helping you John, or just even like helping myself if I didn't like actively take 
practice and problem solving. Yeah, no, I think that's a, a super important thing. And mm-hmm. that all just like ties in just like, I wouldn't be a good as a singer if I didn't practice singing every day. I wouldn't be a good problem solver if I didn't practice it every day. So like, if you're feeling like something is insurmountable, like practice solving problems. Start small and you'll like start finding those solutions for bigger stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I'm just going to let you know that I just received Telegram from one of our paid uh, friends here on the couches. They said, uh, without, let me read this, let me read this Telegram really quick. Sorry. I had need to translate it. Okay. I legit, I'm exhausted. I had no fucking idea what you were talking about <laughs> for a second. I'm like, wait a minute. They did said, one of our fans, did one of our listeners say something in? And I remembered, oh, we have two whole other human beings sitting on the couches with yeah. us. I'm so, a little tired, guys. So I'm this sorry. one says, Lamau, if there were no problems, what the hell am I supposed to complain about? Hey. I think that's amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Gannon. <laughs> that's really funny. But no, I, I definitely agree. It's it almost comes back as you were have you were saying that, I kept thinking of that song Let Her Go by uh who does that have like passenger or whatever yeah i think it's passenger yeah it's yeah. like you only know you're high when you're feeling low yeah that's like, passenger yeah dude like that's as like corny as it is that's Ooh, so true it, it puts it puts everything you've got in, in perspective yeah like yeah and i think that once again like brings it back to that like gratitude thing oh yeah like so so with, with my anxiety especially working at the church now is like there's a lot of things that that point to anxiety being a spiritual problem. If you're if you're a spiritual person, like I think you can relate to that. But like mm-hmm. a lot of times, you have like Christian people like that are like, oh, we'll just pray about it and like it'll go away. Yeah. It's like that's not how that works. <laughs> Sorry, or, pal. Or or it's my not- my good old fellow Catholics with our with our notorious Catholic guilt. Oh yeah, you're just gonna feel bad about it because you've done some some bad stuff and you need to go and confess. Yeah, feel bad. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. I mean, like, also that that totally just marginalized the whole group. But I am Catholic, so I can. So ha. But, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, like, that's like a very. I think that's a very common thing. Yeah, like oh, it's just a cultural thing, you know. And it so, sucks, like, but it is, yeah, yeah. So with like the conversation that like I've had with my boss and stuff, like it's like. Yes, it is like a spiritual problem. Like, and yes, you should pray about it. But then, like, I I find myself praying for like the little things of like gratitude to where I like I'm thankful for the fact that I have friends like you guys, and I'm thankful that I have. Bitch, a job. you better be. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but like, that's not necessarily like the thing that's gonna make you stop being anxious. You know, I think. Oh but yeah. I, I think mean, it, there there is no like do all thing to, to right. fix it or anything. I do yeah. think though that's like a very large step in the right direction to healing that though. Definitely. Because like absolutely that, couldn't that, agree more. Like that acceptance not not acceptance. That awareness. Yeah, that yeah. that acknowledgement, thank you, yeah, of yeah. like of what you're grateful for is such an like an important thing. Mm-hmm. Like it, it put like you said, it puts it into perspective. Oh yeah. Like no, it is the pivotal can, step in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, sorry, I know I've re like reiterated the same point like fifteen times. I mean that's become tonight. the podcast at this point. So right. Okay. But I mean like I think that's like the truth in and a lot of the stuff that we're talking about today, especially, is like mm-hmm. like there's so many things to just look at when you're working. Like whether it be on your hobby or your work or something like 
if you're if you're stuck in your career and you're like not stoked about it just be happy that you have a job that you have an income yeah you know that you're able to provide for yourself until you're able to find something that you'd be happier doing mm-hmm. i know sure. my parents are listening to this and they're like hey dumbass i told you that and yeah. i'm like yeah you're right mom sorry but well it's not like you shouldn't be like complacent you know no they're like oh you think you got a bag at least you have a job like yeah well, what if your job sucks it's just like take stock in what you have you know um it's not the solution for now but like you know, things could be worse. You could be out of a job. Yeah. 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 But just because you have a job doesn't mean it can't get better. So yeah. like, if you're in yeah. a job that you, you can't hate, use like, that as a as a negative reinforcing like excuse. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm just saying yeah. like I think that's a way to to start that positive kind of step forward. Absolutely. Like you can always then find your way to something better. I mm-hmm. think it's nice to just be like, hey, this is cool. I'm able to do this for now. I'm not exactly where I want to be, but I at least have something. Yeah. I think that's a, an important thing to look at. I don't know. Do we have anything else we want to kind of bring up tonight? I'm kind of tapped. I mean... Yeah, I think... Um, might just be the fact that I've been fighting dozing off for the past, like, 20 minutes. Nah. But, uh, that's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> no. Well, guys... But I think I think that's a good stopping point for this little part two. Yeah, yeah this little tell us what you guys thing. think. Um, you know, write us letters. Um, we should set up like a PO them. box. That'd Absolutely. be kind of cool. Um, let us know in the comments of our Instagram pages if you want us to do a PO box. DM us. Uh, DM us. You can email us. I actually in the description of last week's episode, I said that we. You know, we really yeah, like we've got we the, like your uh, feedback. Yeah, but we've got the email send, set up. And, um, and so that's a uh, search for podcast, searching for podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, and then yeah. Um, searching for podcast is the Instagram handle, and then our Twitter handle is searching for pod. That's right. We, yeah. we have a Twitter account now too. Yeah, huh? uh, are we too Twitter, late to so. make a Tide Pods I'm joke? To, I'm going to dust mine off. <laughs> I think a, I think the forbidden fruit okay. jokes are just about over. Is that a bad color now? I don't think it's a bad color. Uh, okay. You know you know what the best thing to come out of that fucking fiasco was? Tide Pod Donuts. The, amen. All of, all of the fucking bakeries around the world banding together to make Tide Pod shaped pastries. That's yeah. so funny, dude. <laughs> Richard Dawkins is rolling in his grave. <laughs> Just like everyone got the memo of like, oh, we're doing I, this right. We gonna capitalize on this, on this <laughs> Dude, fucking nonsense. That's how you know that your marketing team is. Like Sorry, ma'am, your son died it. last week from eating one. Here, you want a blue and orange cookie? <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Get it? Um, yeah. Sorry, it's a little tangent there. Cannon <laughs> just snapped beside me. Cannon's <laughs> gonna be laughing the entire ride home now. <laughs> A little fun fact about when we went and got donuts. Every time that I go into Vosa now, I'm reminded of the fact that Gannon laughed hysterically after singing Boot Scoot and Boogie at 3 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Just like we were sitting there and I don't even know what the context of it was, but he was just like Boot Scoot and Boogie. (laughs) And like I died and he died. And now it will be forever immortalized on the internet it was yeah. a comedy black hole <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just gave us the uh the hang loose and a in there there you uh, go but yeah but i think that's a good point to wrap up for this week all yeah. right guys you know what to do 
Uh, follow me on Instagram. Here it is. Follow me in real life. Just find me on the street. Just, yeah. just, just, just bare knuckle box right in the street. It's um body blows. Body shots be, between the uh, behind uh, the sequoia tree. Four twenty p.m. God. It's not going to be very interesting. Um, you get to watch me go to work. Talk about <laughs> cars. Talk about more cars. Talk about cars just way too much. Talk about, talk about the, guns every now and then. Send me the most ugly guitars on Instagram I've ever seen yeah, in my entire life. I like well, one of my favorite hobbies is to just find guitars that I know Shay will hate. Yeah, it's and it's, just, it's traumatizing Shay with, with disgusting guitars. Yeah. And Yo, then you and I just rapid fire. We're not we're not naming any names here. Any but you know who you are. Are there any luthiers that make guitars without headstocks? Uh oh. Stop it. Shots fired. Uh-oh. Stop it. Stop Get it. some help. Get Shay, some help. wait. We need to be sponsored. <laughs> All right, anyway. We're not discussing uh, yeah, our anyways, finances we on air. This bitch. Uh, get, get at us on our Instagrams, on whoever has a Twitter on their Twitters, or at the podcast Instagram. We'll, we'll all be on there and, and the email, too. So I take care of the, the yeah, podcast Shay, Shay's got Shay's got a handle on everything I do the tweets. podcast related. Yeah. So. Let us know what you thought. Um Please, if if the platform you're listening to supports it, um, it helps us out a lot uh, to get a lot of five star reviews. Oh um, yeah! So if you are the generous type, um, please let us know what you think. Um, and if you really think we deserve a five star, uh, go ahead and slap it on there. You know, uh, that would if help us do, out a lot. If you do, Shay will buy you Bosa. Shay can barely afford to buy himself <laughs> Bosa. But hey, if you're in the Phoenix area and you want to grab coffee sometime and talk, hey. I would definitely be down. Yeah, let's go. Um, let's go. But I, I on that note as well, sorry, I don't want to prolong this ending too Two much. Hours, but what I do want to say though is in last week's description, I added something that says that we want people to tell them our story or their stories, our stories. We want you to tell us the stories yeah. we're fucking telling yeah. you. Just, um, just inflate our egos more. Tell yeah. other people our no, stories. No, no. Tell no. us your stories. Like we want to, we want to hear. Oh yeah, like, write us a book in an email about your, about your, about what you've dealt with or gone through, and, and we'd love to kind of pick you that know, apart, pick it apart, and, and talk oh, about it, and, and 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 yeah. you know, voice your issues on the internet along with ours. So yeah, it's it's important to have that that strength in numbers. You know, you're not alone. Absolutely. But yeah, anyways, I'm going to call it a night. This I'm gonna is the latest bed. we've recorded. <laughs> yeah, so. all right, I guys. am tired. Bitch, it is 2.22 in the morning. Yeah, 2.22. If y'all made it this far again, uh, thanks. Thanks for hanging in there with us and, and, and coming back for more. We really appreciate it. And uh, whatever you guys are doing, we hope y'all are doing it well. And you have a great day. Call your mom and dad. Call, call your mom and dad. Them. All right. Have a good night. Goodbye. Peace.